Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Anne Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes Film.com to get tickets now. Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. This is a transformative time for black America. Our income is at an all-time high, and the opportunity for economic empowerment is unprecedented. It's not just about dreaming anymore. It's about turning those dreams into reality by creating blueprints for generational wealth. Prudential has a remarkable history of supporting communities and institutions that have been overlooked for far too long. For instance, they've pledged a staggering $1 billion to programs, partners, and initiatives focused on historically excluded communities. Build your financial blueprint today at prudential.com slash blueprints. Here at Hood Politics, as a lot of y'all know, I am heavily into transferable skills. That's what I be on. I be on uh, an edu speech called accessing prior knowledge. Essentially, that's the concept of hood politics. I'm just accessing prior knowledge. And you link prior knowledge to new knowledge. It's just, I'm just, I'm still a teacher at heart. You know what I'm saying? Port, because I'm from LA, I port core outside. Anyway, some things are counterintuitive, but the validity of them are nonetheless self-evident. If you want to build trust, you have to be trustworthy. Even if it's going to cost you, just keep it a buck. If you're going to lead, it don't mean you have to know everything. It means you should know how to go get what you're looking for. You should know how to inspire others who are around you to do their best. Listen, it's pride. If you sitting around a table, you feel like you got to be the smartest, strongest, fastest, you know, at the table, then your little job, like that's just an ego. Like you just built a whole table of ego and your little business, your little movement ain't going nowhere. You can't be the best at every job. That's ridiculous. You should bring people around that are better than you at the task that you're asking them to do. I mean, it's just like, well, why would they follow me? Well, they follow you because you a good leader. Like, I don't understand. Like, that's easy, right? It's counterintuitive for some of y'all. Counterintuitive for where your pride is set up. But it's simple. Like, you, I'm not supposed to be... If I'm leading something, I shouldn't be the best in the room at every job in there. I need to find people better than me at stuff. Because why would I pay them to do something if I already know I could do it better? It's ridiculous. Is it for time? So I'm just offloading stuff for time only for me to have to do it later? Like, listen, I'm, I'm getting on a tangent. I'm just saying it's ridiculous. But there's one thing I think we all know that is required for good leadership and it's trust. And how do you build trust? You just have to be truthful. Listen, just keep it a buck. 
And like, if you know, you know. If you don't know, you don't know. But when you don't know, just keep it a buck. And you could talk like the cholas and be like, uh, see, si, pero no. Hood politics, yo. Yo, 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 welcome to the block. Thank you for always tapping in with us at Hood Politics as we proceed and continue to rock the mic. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yo, Department of Energy out here sounding like cholas. I'm trying to holler at y'all about this uh, Department of Energy report about where the coronavirus came from. They was like, we think so, pero maybe not, eh? Like, <laughs> si, pero no. Listen, man, one of my favorite phrases, like y'all, I say all the time, you know, I grew up with the Vatos, right? And when you grow up with the Vatos, you overhear a lot of their, like, colloquialisms, their slang, their sayings, and you start picking up on what they also find funny. Does that make sense? Because when you're a part of the culture, right, or if you're not, you know, indigenous to the culture, you may not catch some of the stuff that they find funny because you don't have that long history with them. You, you, does that make sense? So even me living on that side of town, there was still some stuff that you just have to be around long enough and know a longer history to understand why that's funny, right? Uh, and other stuff is just funny just because it sounds funny because the, the stuff just don't make sense. Yeah, you know I'm saying? There's a few things that don't make sense like in Spanish, if you grew up with cholos, but like not in Mexico, like llame patras is like a slang that just means means call me back, but it's literally translates like call me backwards. Like it just, it's not a, it's an English phrase translated to Spanish. So it don't, it don't make sense. Y'all following me? So if you say that to like a first gen, like an immigrant, like, oh, llame para atrás, they're like, what? But you who speak English and Spanish, like llame para atrás, you know what I mean? Like call me back. You know what I'm saying? Just, yeah. Anyway, too far into this. But the cholas like, who I ended up marrying one, y'all know. Uh, she, uh, what the part of they slang, you know, like the sad girl and sad, you know, shy girl and sad eyes and la happy, you know what I'm saying? Part of they slang, it's kind of like when we say like lightweight, you know, low key used to be lightweight, but lightweight is, I think, is a little more accurate where it's like maybe. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Which just means yes, but no, right? Uh, now there's now which is very different than like Cali slang, which like just Cali slang is like if you ask me something and I'm like, nah, yeah, that answer is yes. But if I'm like, yeah, nah, then that answer is no. And it's not always the last word. You feel me? Like sometimes it's like, yeah, nah, man. What that means is like that means yes. <laughs> It's all about the context. So, so, see, si, pero no isn't necessarily that. The like, yeah, nah, man. What that usually means is like, let me see if I can help you understand that. That means yes in the sense that I understand what you're saying. And the answer is no. But if you like, nah, yeah, man. <laughs> what I'm saying is the nah is like, oh, it's cool. Like, again, oh, it's okay. Everything's okay. Don't worry about it. The answer is yes. You feel me? But if I was like, <laughs> yeah, nah, man, which is basically saying my answer is yes. And 
it's all good. You ain't got to sweat. You just, I don't understand what to tell you. That's just, well, I do understand what to tell you. That's just how we talk. Now, see, pero no. It's kind of like we, it's kind of, it's like yes and no. You've answered things like that before. Where it's like, yes, yes and no. Like maybe, like a little bit. That's why I said low key. Now low key has evolved. And you know what I'm saying? A lot of times low key actually just means yes. I'm just not being loud about it. But like on the low, like low key, I'm kind of feeling like, I'm kind of like feeling it. Like, like that usually means like, I do kind of like it, you know, but I have, you ready with me? Low confidence. See, pero no. See that answer, listen, that answer is keeping it a buck. Like, because you're telling me like the actual, it's like, it's not like, yes, I'm standing on my square. Like I'm a hundred percent on this. It's not 10 toes. Like, I'm not sure. You feel me? Cause if I was sure, I would tell you. The answer was no, I would tell you. But if, but if the answer is like, Joe don't say like, look, man, I don't know. I'm not sure, man. See, si, pero no, like, I don't know. And you know what that does? It saves you from cap because, uh, as you could tell when somebody capping, like, like, capping so bad that they don't know what they talking about it just now it's even worse because it's like man just shut up just hey just keep it a buck that brings trust because i know you're not gonna cap when i really need you to keep it a buck because i like if listen if you don't know it's cool just tell us and maybe we could find out together if you're not sure just tell us. Don't run around here talking like you sure when you know you're not really sure. Like that, that don't because I'm gonna start moving as if what you said was law. Or I'ma never believe anything you say. See, si, pero no. <laughs> I feel like it's the same with government. Now, I can't think of any politician who will ever actually do this. I think the most recent example would be Gary Johnson. Y'all remember Gary Johnson? Exactly. He was a libertarian candidate back in 2016 and was actually gaining some like, I mean, granted, you know, when these billionaires jumped in the thing, they could, you know, they just had the money to run whatever campaign they wanted. But anyway, he was running as a libertarian and it was actually going good for old boy until y'all remember this until this man did the CS or the, uh, the MSNBC interview and they asked him about Aleppo. Homie froze. Uh, he kept it a buck, though. They was like, so what would you do about Aleppo? He was like, what's Aleppo? <laughs> they were like, wait, are you kidding? And he goes, no. I, I, I appreciated it, but yeah, it's like, oh, yeah, nigga, like, you can't ever run for office now. So I get why fools don't. Now, at, at you, after you finish that convo, when, he go, when the guy was like, uh, it's a city in Syria, like the epicenter of the refugee crisis. Oh, Syria. And then he continued to talk about, you know, bigger things that he actually understood. But my God, that was one of them like, you didn't really do your homework type situations because fam, you should know the cap. You should know Aleppo's in Syria. Now, granted, I mean, what do you do? It's lose, lose. You ain't do your homework. What do you, what do you do? If you in that situation, do you continue to start a like, you know, what what Trump did just wax philosophical about shit. He we know he don't know what he's talking about about, right? You your clip 
your clip goes around the world, you feel me, about you not knowing what you're talking about, you cap, or do you keep it a buck like Aleppo? Or you know you outgunned and outmanned, now you, or you look at your team like big dog. And then, and then the team looking at you like, I don't understand how you wouldn't know that. You know I mean, nigga, you are running for president. You feel me? <laughs> so we are disincentivized in this sense to, to just admit when you don't know what you're talking about. So I get it. I get why nobody would. However, <laughs> I low-key respected it. They was like, Aleppo. But it it absolutely cost him the election. I mean, I don't know how much of a shot he had, but that absolutely cost him the election. Nigga, you ain't know what you was talking about. But I wonder what's worse, though, is to get up there and pretend like you do or to do what he did to be like uh, as a point of clarity and then continue on and be like, oh, yeah, you talking about Syria? Like now his idea was awful. He said we should partner with Russia to uh, try to create peace in the region. Granted, it's 2023, so he how could he have known what was going to happen then? But either way, the point is, he did he did know, and just admitted when he ain't know the city was called Aleppo. But they could do your homework, cause I look. So I get why people don't. But when it comes to the stuff that we about to talk about right now, I think that there's a lot of hurdles you got to jump. I think the first hurdle is the fact that I don't think Americans, as a whole, understand what science means or how it works i i I also don't think we understand doctors either as seen by what we just experienced in our last pandemic so let me give you some context of what we're talking about there was a report that just came out from uh, the Department of Energy, which some people would ask, like, why the hell are they doing reports? Well, you got to remember, like, the intelligence community is a bunch of different um, departments, right? So FBI, CIA, all these different things, um, Department of Energy, Homeland Security, all of those are all these different departments, and they all have play a role in the in the intelligence community. And they all submit reports based on the evidence that they was able to gather, right? So the Department of Energy submitted this classified report to the White House about where they think the coronavirus came from. Now, why I call this C Federal Null is because they said they're doing it with low confidence. Like we lightweight, like we kind of low key think maybe. Now, I appreciate that. Let me tell you why I appreciate it, and I'll get into more of this. But, like, it's because this is how science works. And that's what I mean by, like, people don't really understand science. I'm going to get into that a little more after this break.
This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features, like the panoramic moonroof, you can sit back, enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Anne Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes film.com to get tickets now. And we're back on Dealing Together, where we help good people who fell for bad deals. First caller? I had to buy three identical sweaters to get the fourth free. Ooh, you got fleeced. Next caller, what's your deal? I paid for 20 tanning sessions, but had to use them in a month. Now I'm orange. Ooh, you got burned. Next caller? I traded in my old Samsung at AT AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24+. Hmm, how's that bad? I got to choose from their best plans. So what went wrong? Nothing went wrong. And you're calling to... To request a song? You want a song. Of course. The choice is yours. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. All right, y'all. So listen, it was explained to me in a way that really made sense to me that doctors are detectives. They're they're hunting and they're making their best guess based on the evidence they see. That's why they tell you, yo, go get a second opinion. That's how you could have one doctor tell you like, yo, this is, oh, you got the flu. And another doctor's like, nigga, no, you don't. It's just a cold. I'm like, well, damn. I'm like, they're, well, they're get, it's hunting. You know, when you come into the, you come into the doctors and they, and you like, my stomach hurt. Yeah, <laughs> Like, uh, okay. Where does it hurt? Okay. How does it hurt? When did it start hurting? Did you eat something? Uh, okay. So you didn't eat. Well, let's take some tests. Because they're hunting. And then they're using the research from science to try to understand what they're looking at. But doctors, they, they guess it. Now, they're, they're educated guesses because a lot of the stuff they've seen before, 
but some stuff they ain't seen before. And when they don't know what they're looking at, what do they do? They send it to a lab. And guess what a lab is doing? Looking. <laughs> Y'all got to remember, these people ain't omniscient. They are not the Lord God Almighty. These people ain't Yahweh, nigga. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> they not Allah, cuz. These people ain't create the planet. You understand what I'm saying? They not the non-personified universe. You understand what I mean? To be able to know exactly how this stuff work. No. You look at what you look at. Neil Tyson Degrassi, my nigga, like, is still just saying this what we think right now based on what we knew before. You're looking. Science is supposed to continually evolve because you're continually learning stuff. They experts because they know what they looking at. Right? That's why it was so funny, man, when fools were like, well, I want to do my own research about, about the coronavirus. It's like, fam, they mapped the genome. Well, I don't know, man. You got to check it like, okay, if I showed you a genome, you would have no idea what you was looking at. You want to look at the evidence? You want to do your own research? Yo, C-plus head-ass. You non-principles on a roll head-ass. Nigga, not even in AP classes head-ass. You ain't going to know what you looking at anyway. You sat in the back of science trying to holler at Yolanda Gonzalez, nigga. Like, you don't know what you looking at. You ain't spend your Friday in study groups because you was at the ball. You was at the game. You was at the football game. Nigga hollering at the girls from the other school. You don't know what the hell you talking about. I'm going to show me the evidence. You going to look at this scholarly journal. You going to read this genome. Somebody get and scroll down to the footnotes and you going to read all of the cited sources and then you going to look at the dissenting voices to understand the counterpoints to be like, wow, I am now. You don't know what you talking about because you don't understand how science works. So when they get on the stage and they say, listen, you understand the CDC say, yo, we think we think these masks could work. Masks don't work. Show me the evidence. If I showed you the evidence, you wouldn't know what you was looking at because that's not how science works. Dumbass. <laughs> Niggas don't know how science works. Talk about it's science. Scientifically, you ain't you don't even know. Just keep it a buck, man. And this is what these scientists is trying to do. This is what these people is trying to do. This where we think it happened. Kind of. See? Pero no. I, 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 I. So look, there was an article came out in the, uh, I think it was New York Times about um, this body of research around if masks actually worked. And people ran with it. Well, masks don't work. Look, this is what it says. And I was like, well, okay. So y'all don't know how to read because... What it said was, we don't have any fully uh, credible experiments or bodies of research that show that masks work. 
What they're saying is we need more data. We don't have the data to prove it yet because we haven't done the right amount of tests. You see how that's different? They're saying they are keeping it a buck. They're saying, well, I can't I can't tell you mass work. Because we haven't done the proper test yet. But we think it do based on what we know about this other stuff. But I can't tell you for sure. Well, I told you masks don't work. That's not what the hell that man said. You don't understand how science works. I didn't say it don't work. I said, I can't tell you it does. You, it, that's how science works, y'all. I can't make the statement until I can prove it. But that don't mean that it's not true. It just means I can't prove it yet. Like y'all, what y'all, I mean, what don't you, what don't you understand? Because if masks ain't work, why the hell doctors been wearing them for so many centuries? Nigga, they do something. What I'm trying to tell you is I don't have, we don't have the bodies of research yet. So shame on the article for not keeping it a buck like that. But even the people that were doing the research said, no, no, that's not, listen, that's not what we said. What we said was we need to do better testing to be able to know. You got to understand how science works. Now, some of y'all mad at me because you was like, I did science projects. I understand the science scientific method. Question, hypothesis, results, conclusion. Well, you're the government. You're supposed to tell us what to do. You're not supposed to tell us to do because you know what you're talking about. So when the so when the Fauci's of the world stand on the stage and they say, hey, listen, this is what we think we should do right now. You're like, you don't fucking know what you're talking about. You know why? Because you said something different yesterday. Do you understand how science works? Let the man keep it a buck, because if he'd have told you 100 percent, this is what you need to do. And then it don't work. It would have been capped. That's not how it worked. We trying to figure it out because. Nigga. Nigga, that's what a lab is. So that lab in Wuhan, of course they had coronavirus in there because they was trying to understand coronavirus. Now, even in this class, now I'm back to the classified thing, even in this classified report from the Department of Energy, there's nothing in that report that, that suggests that this was like a biochemical. It suggests that maybe it leaked on accident. But they're like, we lightweight maybe think. Now, the FBI also lightweight, kind of low key thinks this is what happens. But I can't. You want me to tell you that's what it is? No, I can't tell you that's what it is. Now, y'all going to run and act like I did just say. So you had all the right wingers be like, see, I told you it ain't from no. It ain't from no, 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 no wet. Uh, uh, What is that thing called? The, the 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 wet market, that's what it's called at the Wuhan seafood market, right? Some of them saying it happened over there. I told you it ain't happened over there. Now, the some of them <laughs> who I'm talking about are virologists. You know what a virologist is? Then maybe you should shut your ass up if you don't know what a virologist is. <laughs> no, a virologist is a person who studies viruses. People who've been doing that their whole life. Now, here's the thing. This is what they say. They say the evidence looks like this. Listen to my words. The evidence looks like this. Is that what happened? Look. See? Pero no. <laughs> they say, look, 
we went over there and we went into that market, right? We know the bat that's out here carry the virus. We done seen the virus on the table. It's on the table right there. These are two papers. I'm getting this from two papers uh, last year published in the Journal of Science. They said, here go the pictures. Listen, there's this cage over here. Now, I'm telling you, like, look, there's this cage over here and the cage has these animals that are absolutely known for carrying coronavirus, right? They was like, inside of this cage, there's SARS-CoV-2, right? There's some on this platter. There's some on this knife. There's some in this drain, right? And these animals are known for spreading it when they're infected. Like, they known for doing it, right? And nigga, here go the photos. It's on the knives, cuz. And it's this 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 table they have that's known for deferring, right? They was like, look, we we see SARS, we see COVID, we see all the shit. It's right here on the table. Now, why are they not saying therefore that's how it got here? Nigga, cause that's not how science works. It could also be these same animals were inside of this lab that these people were trying to understand and to know what to do. Because remember, SARS broke out in China before. And they trying to figure out like, how the hell do we do this? We know these animals carry it all the time. And some of y'all like to eat these animals. We need to figure out how to make sure that these two things don't mix. So they was studying the thing. I don't, was it leaked on purpose? Nobody thinks so. And why would you? Did one of the doctors who was there or one of the scientists who was there go to the wet thing? Was it the other way around that somebody ate a, a, a bat burger, you know what I'm saying, headed into work, right, and brought it with them? I, nobody knows. Or at least they not telling us. Could be all of it. Could be a scientist went out there and was trying to gather, trying to gather uh, 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 specimens. Left it in his pocket. Could be a million things. But what they're doing is keeping it a buck. And as far as I'm concerned, that's what makes me trust you. Because if you'd have walked out and said this would happen, I'd have been like, how the hell you know? Now, granted, I wouldn't be like, show me the evidence, nigga, because I wouldn't know what I was looking at. But what I'm trying to say is what they did is how you generate trust. Just keep it a buck. Listen, some of y'all may have kids out there. Uh, some of y'all might have kids later. Some of y'all like, oh, hell no, absolutely not. I'm cool with these nieces and nephews because they go home. Some of y'all may be that. But listen, uh, I'm going to give y'all a little bit of little bit of advice. If you don't know an answer for your children, just tell them you don't know. If you made a mistake, go back and tell them. I'm trying to save y'all from being the totality of the cause for your kids to have therapy when they grow up. They're going to have to get therapy anyway. Everybody got everybody got trauma from their parents. You know what I'm saying? It, the question is, can you, uh, 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 you know, minimize <laughs> the amount... The amount of your actions being the topics of day therapy. 
And I tell you, one way you do that is just, you just keep it a buck. When you don't know, you don't know. We're going to find out together. This is what I think. This is my theory. This is my theory. Now it's, now it's based on evidence. It's based on the fact that I've lived considerably longer than you, right? One thing we're telling with our daughter right now, it's like, okay, why should I go to college? Get a good job? I don't know. You may not get a good job. <laughs> plenty of times, plenty of people got great jobs, ain't go to college. Plenty of people got mad college debt and can't get it. You seen this economy out this mug? I can't guarantee you that. Why should I finish school? So you could, because so you, you need an education. For what? I don't know. Now, I'm not, I'm not letting her drop out, obviously. You know what I'm saying? But I can't make a, I'm not going to make a promise. I can't, like, I don't know. But based on the evidence I got, here's my best guess. My best guess is if you could gather up these skills, you'll probably be all right. Can't make no promises. It's like, I can promise you this. You get to places on time. You turn in quality work. You be reliable. You be the person you say you're going to be. You be trustworthy. If you don't know something, you learn how to find where to get what you need. You be self-motivated. You understand what I'm saying? You probably be all right. I know that much. And be a good hang. You feel me? You don't talk behind people back. You understand what I'm saying? You treat people the way, you know, they with dignity and respect. You, you know, you keep your distance. You be smart with your money. You feel me? And if you need to learn a new skill, continue to learn and fall in love with learning. You'll probably be all right. Pretty much guarantee you that, right? Dog, do you remember the day you realized your parents can't actually make you do anything? Do you remember that day? Or if you're willing to just suffer the consequences that comes with whatever decision you make, then you just cool with it. The day the light bulb turned on for my daughter that I was like, I can't, can't make you wash dishes. Can't make you do the chores. I could just make consequences for it. And if you're okay with the consequences, what the hell can I do? Now, she didn't realize it. I told her. Yeah, I kept it a buck. Of course, I can't make you, can't make you do chores. But remember, I pay your phone bill. And I bought your phone. What I can do is open up my little app and turn your phone off. Stop paying for it. I can also change the Wi-Fi code because you're not doing your chores. But I can't make you do the chores. If you cool with that, I mean, there's nothing I can do. Well, I don't want to be here. I can't make you stay. I'll be like, I'm just going to keep it a buck with you. I can't. This this is your life. I, just, I can't make you. You know what I'm saying? What happens if I do A, B, and C? I, I don't know. Here's what I think, though. Based on what I've seen before, this is what I think might go down. Now, if things change, I'm going to let you know. I just think, yo, listen, 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 listen. If you want somebody to trust you, you just got to keep it a buck. And if you don't know, you don't know. And say you don't. So I am saying all that to say this. I appreciate the Department of Energy saying this with low confidence. Meaning it kind of looked like it. We got a reason to kind of like, well, lightweight it could. Damn, it could have. But listen, they talk in the same way, <laughs> the same way the Supreme Court talking. Shit, I can't call it. <laughs> we'll be back after this.
Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Anne Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes film.com to get tickets now. And we're back on Dealing Together, where we help good people who fell for bad deals. First caller? I had to buy three identical sweaters to get the fourth free. Ooh, you got fleeced. Next caller, what's your deal? I paid for 20 tanning sessions, but had to use them in a month. Now I'm orange. Ooh, you got burned. Next caller? I traded in my old Samsung at AT AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24+. Hmm, how's that bad? I got to choose from their best plans. So what went wrong? Nothing went wrong. And you're calling to... To request a song? You want a song. Of course. The choice is yours. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. Now, here at Hood Politics, I'm going to ask you some critical thinking questions here. Yeah, y'all going to learn today. You're going to learn today. It's teacher prop out this mug. Um, And these are super open-ended questions. I just need you to consider this. Here's the question. Why do we need to know how it happened? I just need you to think about this for a second. If it happened in China, and it ain't like China going to keep it real with us. It ain't like China going to really open a door. China embarrassed. If you China, you like, I'm not telling y'all none of this shit because I don't know how you go. What if it was on purpose? I can't have y'all. I want y'all to get, I can't have y'all know. I'm not going to just let you look around my house. So there's part of us as America that's like, we may not, we ain't going to ever actually have the keys to the kingdom to be able to fully research what's going on. We may not ever be able to really know why are we even trying in the first place? And what power do we have even if we find out it did come out of a leak? What you going to do with a Wuhan? You going to go into somebody else's house and tell them how to do it? You, we, can't, we don't control the government of China. Like, how the hell are you going to tell them how to run their thing? Why are we even doing this? I mean, it's here now. We done got a vaccine. We done got a medicine. 
Nigga, how did flu get here? I don't know. It is what it is. What do you want me to say? What do we, why do we need to know how it happened? Because what can we do about it once we do know that? Let's just say it is from this wet market. What are you going to tell? You're going to tell the Chinese to stop eating that? What are you going to tell them to like shut down this city because you live too close to wildlife that carry the coronavirus? Well, I mean, what you going to do with the knowledge? Let's say it was a lab leak. Like I said, you going to call Xi Jinping right now? You going to tell him to change his laws? You going to go, well, or, or maybe, okay, let's, let's think about it like this. Maybe it's our own labs. So now that we know what happened, we go back to our own labs and we say, hey, make sure we don't do this, this, and this. Nigga got it. You think, we know. She was an accident, probably. You know what I'm saying? If you spill a glass of milk, somebody say, hey, dog, don't spill a glass of milk. Yeah, thanks. Like, what am what I'm going to do with the knowledge? Okay, so we know it was this animal. Okay, don't eat that animal. Nigga, we don't eat that animal. Like, that's not, we eat other animals. We we get the mad cow disease. You know what I'm talking about? Uh, uh, uh. We gonna go into the wild and slaughter every animal. Squirrels carry coronavirus. Look it up. What I mean, why? Because it's a global, I, we know it's a global pandemic. Nigga, what we gonna do now? Because the shit we did know that was obvious, which is, hey, if you get a vaccine, you you less likely to suffer the consequences. We got a whole movement called the anti-vax movement. So even if we find the answer, even when you know, when I can prove to you what's right, you wouldn't even know, know what you're looking at with the proof anyway. I so like, why is we even trying? What if it was a biochemical weapon? You think they're going to tell the public if it was? I mean... Especially if we already about we already beefing with China. Is we looking for a reason? Maybe it's that. Maybe we just looking for a reason. We've been trying to scrap with them forever. But if you're doing that, don't you think you should set up your own supply chain before you start fighting with these niggas? I mean, maybe that's what maybe that's what they working on. Maybe they working on their own supply chain. So we ain't got to worry about Chinese uh, 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 labor. I don't. Why is we even looking at it? Like my man Justin say, I don't have the answer to these questions. I'm just saying, just keep it a buck with me, baby. If you don't know, you don't know. So I appreciate you, Department of Energy, sounding like sad eyes. See, but no hood politics, y'all. You know, I don't know why I ain't thought of this before, but, you know, you could use promo code HOOD for 15% off on terraformcoldbrew.com. Like, I forgot I own that company, and this is my pod. Y'all, go ahead and punch in promo code HOOD if you in the cold brew. Get you some cold brew. Go on, get you some coffee. Y'all, like, I can't believe I ain't thinking this till right now. Yo, this thing right here was recorded by me, Propaganda, in East Los Boyle Heights, Los Angeles, California. This thing was mixed, edited, mastered, and scored by the one and only Matt Osowski. Y'all, check out this fool's music. I mean, it's incredible.
executive produced by Sophie Lichterman for Cool Zone Media. Man, and thank you for everybody who continue to tap in with us. Make sure you leave a reviews and five-star ratings and sharing it with the homies so we could get this thing pushed up in the algorithm. And listen, I just want to remind you, these people is not smarter than you. If you understand city living, you understand politics. We'll see you next week. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Ann Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes Film.com to get tickets now. When the time comes to plan your next big getaway, know we got a destination idea for you. Orlando. Just think about it. The thrills at their 15 world-class theme parks, followed by awesome outdoor adventures, amazing food festivals, and top-notch dining spots. Orlando has all that and much more than you'd expect. In Orlando, anything is possible if you can imagine it. Plan your escape today and save at visitorlando.com. That's visitorlando.com for everything you need for an amazing getaway. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander. With seating for up to eight passengers and available panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with the whole family. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places.